following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players Lounge, a little bit late here on a Tuesday, but thank you for hanging in there with us. I'm Newey Scruggs, joined by former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Danny McRae and Barry Church. I'm stuck here at home because my uh, child has COVID, so I mm. wanted to make sure I did not bring that in studio since I was next to her. So, gentlemen, I, I'm trying to be a uh, a considerate person here. Um, Is that why you Let's late? start off the show, guys. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we appreciate uh, you, dude. We appreciate you, dude. Uh, wasn't late. I was on camera. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was technical difficulties, but we were here. We were here. So we were here. Uh, Jerry Jones on his radio show today, and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right. And he's talking about head coach Mike McCarthy. He is the difference maker. That needs to be recognized. Gentlemen, 11 wins, NFC East champs, two games to go. How do you feel about what Jerry Jones said about his head coach? I'll start with you first, Barry. Oh, okay. Uh, his head coach, I, I got to give him credit. I got to give McCarthy credit because he's the guy that brought in the true difference maker. And I would say that would be Dan Quinn on the defensive side of the football because we've all kind of recognized what he's been able to do on that side of the ball. And, that, I mean, he switched it literally a complete 180. Because last year they were historically bad. Um, and I've been a part of a couple of defenses that were historically bad. So I know what I'm talking about about that. But And he made them one of the top NFL or top defenses in the National Football League. Whether it's taking the football away on third down. Um, you know, they might not be ranked up there as far as, you know, total yards. But a lot of that is garbage yards. So to me, this is a top 10 defense. and What? A top 10 defense from the eyes. From the eyes. <laughs> you know, we still got our, our, our back going. What? We still got our back going. But from my eyesight... This is definitely a top 10 defense, and it has pretty much 90% to do with Dan Quinn and what he's been able to do with these same <laughs> players, these same players that were under the last year's uh, defensive coordinator. So to me, the biggest difference is Dan Quinn, but I got to give McCarthy credit because he was one of the reasons that Dan Quinn was brought uh, in. No, no did, did you hear what just happened right there? So essentially what he said was the biggest difference yeah. maker on the team all for this year is Dan Quinn. Best free but, agent acquired. But but he's going to give uh, he's going uh, to give he's going to give Mike McCarthy the credit for just, hiring Dan Yeah, Quinn. he was he was part Are you of even it. sure that that is what happened? I'm not sure, but I thought the hierarchy <laughs> He went that way. Like he went out there. Hey, we want, hey I gotta bring Dan yeah. Quinn in. I'm just gonna I, give him some credit on that regard. Yeah, listen, I, I, I think this is a total 180 for Mike McCarthy as well. Okay. Uh, I think last year, whatever anomaly, you had injuries, you had COVID going on. Everybody's mm -hmm. trying to readjust. You also had a horrible defensive coordinator come in who was your friend, but did <laughs> but you did find a way to remove him from the equation yeah. and get Dan Quinn in here. If it was his decision or not, he's still coaching under Mike McCarthy. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I will give him credit for that. But I will say, 
uh, the recognition that Jerry Jones has given him, he should. Okay. But I, me, myself, <laughs> and I, I'm going to give the majority of this to Dan Quinn, who was also able to step in and be head coach uh, this season as he well was. when McCarthy was. was out. Um, so, in all fairness, yeah, Mike McCarthy, you're the head coach. You get you get the props because you also get uh, knocked down when the team yeah, is doing bad. That is true. But we, it's obvious that. Dan Quinn came in here and changed something with the team. So he also deserves that credit. And I'm still going to give it like 70 30, you know, to, to, to Dan Quinn. To Dan Quinn? Yeah. Over I McCarthy? The, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. McCarthy's the head coach. Shout out to him. He, he's winning, right? Yeah. But Dan, like, as far as from last year to this year. So the biggest difference is, is Quinn. The biggest difference is how the uh, biggest difference is how the defense is playing. And, and I have to credit that to Dan Quinn. Okay. What you think, Noah? Now, now Barry, I, I will. I'll say this, man. You mentioned how Dan Quinn is doing this with the same players that Mike Nolan had. No, that's definitely not true. I mean, they they went out and got better football players. Um, Mike Nolan was terrible. And I filleted Mike McCarthy for hiring his friend. So if I'm going to fillet him for that, I've got to be honest and go back to the other side and say, okay, you and I don't know, Danny. I think you're right. I don't know if this was Mike's hire or whether this was the Joneses' hire. But bottom line, he came in here, and Mike McCarthy let this man do his job. He's not gotten in the way. I go back to that training camp moment where I saw McCarthy and Dan Quinn walking up and down the field after practice with Mike with Michael Parsons talking about the plan they had for him and what they wanted to do. Because after they had that conversation, he came over and did a one-on-one with us for Channel 5, and I asked him about it. He's just talking about how they really believe in him and they've got a plan for him. So i got to give Mike McCarthy credit for at least getting out of the way. Because we've seen plenty of coaches who do get in the way and do allow their egos to to uh, take over. So i got to give Mike McCarthy credit. And when Jerry Jones says, and I want to make sure I repeat this correctly exactly, he is the difference maker that needs to be recognized. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. We got to think we should recognize Mike McCarthy for where he's got this football team with 11 wins. I know I lambasted him many times to talk about what the Packers have done without him. Packers are going to win another 13 games without him. That's going to be three straight years where they have gone 13 wins without Mike McCarthy, and they identified Mike McCarthy as the problem. So Mike McCarthy, in my opinion, has definitely had a bounce back here this year, and I got to give him props. Hold on. I, 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 listen, hold on, Nui, now, because I got to come to my man uh, Church's defense, defense over here, okay? Get ready because I was getting ready to. Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory. Same players. Lawrence. uh, Tank Lawrence. The whole secondary. Jordan Lewis. Anthony Brown. Diggs. Diggs. Like, these are the the majority of the same (laughs) players. And and I think you mean also, uh, like, they're playing so much better than Than they they were were before. And then we look at, I mean, who's the the, the two difference makers that have come as new players? Are we talking about Parsons and and Curse? I mean, those are the only two. The rest of them are basically the same players. And what he's been able to do with these same well, players is, to me, it's it's, the, it's admirable. The, the way he's been able to elevate their game yes. is, has been something that we have not seen since Mm-mm. we have been a part of the Cowboys Mm-mm. franchise. Well, like we, we, we haven't seen well, a coach come in and say, all right, this is what we're going to do differently. And then all of a sudden you go from worse to, to top 10. Top 10. You know, it, I, it just, I, I say wise. <laughs> I mean, Diggs was a rookie. Gallimore was a rookie. Um, I, I just think it's different. I'm, I'm not saying it gives him any excuse, but this is not the same. And I also, and you guys play in the league, and so maybe you can explain this more. I do believe the Cowboys' defense was embarrassed 
personally by what happened. And guys wanted to make sure that that didn't happen again. I mean, we don't hear any more of the hot boys talk. We don't see anything like that. I, I do believe that they were truly embarrassed by what happened. And I think Jerry and Steven, when they went out and drafted guys, put people on notice. So I just think it was a different atmosphere, and they created a different level of what they wanted out here. And, and, and I definitely feel like there was too many sacred cows on that football team last year. Yeah, they, they didn't want to get embarrassed, and they also didn't want to lose their job. Because like you said, uh, you know, Jerry and them guys, yeah. they put these boys on notice. They got, what, it was 11 draft picks were basically all, all defense except for one or two here and there. And uh, I think with these rookies coming in, it, it helped push those veterans a lot, especially Michael Parsons, the way he's been able to take the field and have that energy and juice about him. He's made all these other players, Randy Gregory, D. Laws, the Neville Gallimores <laughs> of the world, step their game up. And uh, to me, you know, he, he definitely deserves kudos for that one. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I give a little bit of that to Michael Parsons about how well these dudes are playing. But Tank Lawrence ain't playing better because of Michael Parsons. I, you I don't, don't think because he's I don't, seeing I don't, the young dog take over the defense. Well, listen, the, let's not forget who Tank Lawrence was before he had the, the season with Mike Nolan and then the final season. 2018. No, no, I'm just saying, let, let's not forget that. Okay, he, he, still, he still has that same mentality. He, he didn't lose that. He didn't. I don't. I never believed that Tank was one of those guys who got money and then didn't did kind of let his foot off you the right. gas. You, you, right. said yeah, he, you said that. He needed something and someone, specifically a defensive line coach, you could help him out and could scheme to get him one-on-ones. And in one-on-ones, the dude's winning. Literally, everybody across that line, who they, they've been able to, hey, we're going to send an extra person so we can get one-on-ones with our defensive line. And Dan Quinn has said, my guys are better than yours. I think that is a huge difference mm-hmm. from, from what they've seen when they tried to run a 3-4. And also when they, when they had uh, – was it Rob Marinelli yeah. when they would just rush forward and somebody was getting a double team? Yeah. They're, they're not able. They're not, letting team, they're not letting teams off the hook right now with yeah. that. But a lot of the reasons he's getting these one-on-ones is because the pressure that Michael Parsons has been able to, to put, whether it's in the middle of the field or on the outside of the edge, and you also add a Randy Gregory out there. So I definitely think it, you know, it, it got to deal with you know Dan Quinn's scheme and what he's drawing up and got these guys playing games. And a lot of it has to just do with their ability to just have extreme depth out there. And all three of those guys can basically beat one-on-ones or do do what they have to do. So it's creating a lot of openings for all the players along the defensive line, even the interior guys. You see them getting after it as well. And they're backups. Look at Basham. Look at Dorrance Armstrong. They're making plays as well. So kudos to the whole thing, man. They, they balling defensively. So, hey, Mike McCarthy, great job, bro. Yeah, yeah. Kudos, yeah, there job. we go. Great job, Mike McCarthy. Great, great and, job, and, Dan and, Quinn and, and, and Bones. Is the Kool-Aid back? And, and that and that's and that's really the whole point here is 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 giving Giving the guy some credit along the way for 11 wins, and I stand up and raise my hand. I was off the train. I was disappointed. (laughs) I didn't think that this guy was going to be the right guy. So I got to sit up here with 11 wins left and say, yeah, this guy's done it. There's a second seed. They could end up being the number one seed. They could end up going to the playoffs, and who knows, maybe even go to Green Bay and face the Packers for a shot to to go to someplace Pretty big in New, Los Angeles. Nui, so I mean, I can't wait to ask you this question next year. If we lose Dan Quinn, this, 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 that one. <laughs> Tell my back on the train. <laughs> this is a question that we we should we should make sure we remember this day, December twenty eighth, and we should, if anything changes with Dan Quinn's uh, uh, 
position here with mm-hmm. the Cowboys. He ends up moving on. I think that will also be the biggest loss yeah. <laughs> for, for the uh, Dallas Cowboys as well. So hopefully okay. oh, yeah. Jerry finds a way. Like you said, when Jerry want to keep somebody, he keeps them. So hopefully this is one of those times when he opened up that checkbook, put them on the yacht, and say, hey, man, let, <laughs> let's, let's figure out a way to keep you here. It's funny because at, at the beginning of the season, you know, we were talking about how are we going to be able to keep Kellen Moore? How are we going to be able to – he's the genius child. How are we going to be able to keep this guy? And now it's, it's totally flipped. But we got to figure out a way to keep Dan Quinn. He's getting all the head coaching hey, attention man. now. It's, it's crazy. It's he's, crazy. He's, a, he, he's good at what he does, yeah. man. And I tell you, specifically when he's just focusing just on the defense, he is a different guy. He did say he's that. He's a different guy. He did say that. So, so, Danny, you're correct. You did bring up the point about it being a coordinator, and I fought you on it because I'm like, hey, man, he had Seattle. They had those players there. So, uh, obviously, that's, that's changed. Um, two points here. You can start interviewing these uh, assistant coaches now for jobs if you have one open. So Las Vegas and Jacksonville could open, could, could ask Jerry for permission to interview Quinn, Moore, whoever. If Dan Quinn is lost, Joe Witt Jr. needs to be the defensive coordinator. If I'm Jerry, I go out of my way to make sure I say to him, you know what, I want you to be the guy. Because remember, he had COVID earlier this year. Witt came out there, led the, led, led, led the Cowboys. Um, I can't remember exactly which game it was, but they were fine. Texas. Um, it was a preseason. So game. that's the way. Yeah, so, so this is the way, to me, to keep the continuity going here. Um, it would be a tremendous loss for the team. But right now, I don't know if I see Dan Quinn – fitting with the Raiders as a head coach. I think he could help out Jacksonville, but I can see Jacksonville trying to go for an offensive coach, somebody like a Jim Caldwell, who could help their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. I had a good conversation with Rodney Harrison of NBC Sports. Rodney lives in Atlanta, so he's been around the Falcons a lot, and Dan Quinn, and he just feels like Dan Quinn is a guy who's best as a coordinator. He says he's not really sold on him as a head coach. And I fought Rodney back a little bit. Like, you know, Dan Quinn almost did win a Super Bowl, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, just a thought. Yeah. We, we, haven't, we haven't almost won a Super Bowl here in, in a while. a long so, time. So, it, it, it's a hard thing to do. So, even though even though what happened to them with the 28-3, it's Tom Brady that they were playing yeah, against. They got going. Uh, and he made it there, man. There's a lot of coaches who would who would love to be in the situation where they just – that's how they lost it. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to get there. So, man, I hope he stays. Yeah, I hope he stays. I man. hope he stays let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk to him, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Chop it up. Let me talk to him, man. (laughs) Get him right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, remember that? Remember that year Dan Quinn went to the Super Bowl. He was the he was the number two seed in the playoffs that year. Yeah, number two seed. Yeah, I wonder who number. Yeah, we, yeah. I ain't gonna talk. We ain't gonna talk. It's time for a break. It's time for a break. It's time for a break, dude. (laughs) Who was the the head coach on that? So, oh no, man. Come on, man. Let's go to break. Let's, let's hit that break. Got a question about the Arizona Cardinals. We'll do it. We'll do that next. Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Barry Church, Danny McCray, New East This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. 
Next, a counterclockwise lap around the roof. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Dak Prescott is the Dallas Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on it. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOVY challenge. Followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. You're in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Newey Scruggs along with former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church and Danny McCray. All right, guys. The Arizona Cardinals come to town for the final Cowboys regular season home game of the year. The Cardinals, fellas, they are in a free fall. They have three offensive touchdowns in their last two games. They lost. It's their last three games. Lost to the Rams, 30-23. to mm-hmm. Then lost 30-12 to at Detroit. Then they lost this past weekend at home, 22-16 to to Indianapolis. Guys, how do you view this Cardinals game? And how do you view this Cardinal team? Uh, man, I still view them as a dangerous a dangerous squad. They they still have the same weapons. Well, I don't, DeAndre Hopkins probably He's the only one out, right? Yeah, yeah. But they they still have they still have the same weapons. Kyler Murray is going to get back on. He had missed a few games. Uh, I think I think he's still an incredible threat uh, mm-hmm. for any defense, right? Um, and I think this is one of those get right things, right? They they know they're going to the playoffs, and they know that this is going to be a test for them, like to see where they are and what they need to improve on. So we're going to get their best shot, as the mm-hmm. Cowboys always do. So. I still think it's going to be dangerous. I think you should feel the same way about the Cardinals as you felt about the Cowboys a couple <laughs> weeks ago when you said we slept walk and yeah. we, we weren't, we're not into it and we're just in the slump and then we're going to get out of it. We need to make sure that we don't let them get out of the slump on us. Just stomp them right back in. Just keep them, <laughs> keep in, that, them keep down. in that slump. But, but you can expect to get, expect to get their best foot the, the, uh, put forward when they get here. 
So I'm still nervous, all right? I'm still nervous, not about us losing, mm-hmm. but I want us to continue on this same path okay. of, like, creating turnovers, being able to stop this dual-threat quarterback and our offense to continue to excel forward and not get back to where we were a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you on that. Um, you know, uh, Arizona, you know, I definitely think they're still a dangerous team. I mean, they got Kyler Murray, who's one of the best players in the National Football League, and if, if he's at the quarterback position, they're always going to have a chance to go in there and beat somebody. So they're still a dangerous team. Uh, they're not as as dangerous without DeAndre Hopkins, who's arguably one of their best players as well. He won't come back until the playoffs. Did they clinch yet? Did they clinch the playoffs? I'm not. I, no, I think, I'm honestly not sure. They might not even no, win the West. They have not. All right. Well, no. yeah, I don't think they win If the they clinch the playoffs, he'll be back in that yeah. scenario. But they're still a dangerous team. But I think if this Cowboys team plays like they did last week, where the offense was hitting, you know, defensively they were getting after the quarterback, uh, I think they should have no oppor- or they have no chance of uh, beating the Dallas Cowboys if they play up to par. Um, to me, this Arizona defense—I mean, they've given up I think what eighty some points in these last three games. So they're getting diced up out there offensively. They can't seem to get in the rhythm like we talked about. You know, their their run game isn't there. James Conner—I don't know if he'll be back for this game, but they're missing him out there as well. So. To me, overall, um, the Cowboys have a big opportunity to, to go ahead and put Arizona down a couple pegs in that seeding uh, category, but I don't see Arizona being that crazy of a threat overall. It's, it, it's, it's our biggest threat of, of the last Of the last two, weeks. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give you that. The yeah. last few weeks. So, Kyler Murray's never lost at AT&T Stadium. I mean, he's, he's had lost when he was with the uh, Texas A&M Aggies, hadn't lost a game when he played for the Oklahoma Sooners, and hadn't lost a game coming in there with the Arizona Cardinals. So, this guy owns Jerry World. If you're the Cowboys, how do you look at a team that's lost three straight fighting for their playoff lives here? It's hard to be a good team and lose four games in a row here. So I'm just kind of looking at the Cardinals as this team's going to be really, really desperate to come and get themselves a W. Yeah, without a doubt. But real quick, yeah, yeah, real quick, so you know, breaking, we, news. Uh, breaking news here real quick, real quick on you. The Jaguars have requested interviews with a couple people and one of those uh, candidates happen to be Kellen Moore, uh, the offensive coordinator here in Dallas. So, uh, what's your thoughts about uh, old Kellen Moore down in uh, in Jacksonville? Man? Hope he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Though? Why? Though? Because he deserves it, be or it'd be, be great for who? Hey, look, if Kellen Moore coach in the National Football League, yes then that would be a fantastic move for him. That also show you that, you know, Mike McCarthy has, has developed a staff in which he could promote some people. That's something that the last head coach could not do. Oh, God. And <laughs> it's always so. an in-house candidate already. Did he he's promote? Got an in-house candidate ready to go. Was Ke- Kellen Moore coached under Jason Garrett, right? He did. He okay. played under him, yeah, too. Yeah, so I mean, what, what are we talking about? So he's under Jason Garrett's yeah, treating, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's one of those Jason Garrett guys going to be a head coach in Jacksonville, you over giving it to McCarthy? I think it would be a perfect situation. You got Kellen oh, yeah, Moore. Yeah, I'm giving it to McCarthy. This, I'm giving it to McCarthy. Oh, it, oh yeah, because Jerry Jones started it this morning, so you're just going to continue on that wave. Oh, Come on, bro. <laughs> the guy played under Jason Garrett. He coached under Jason Garrett. And then he'll if he gets this head coaching job, he will be a Jason Garrett. Guy yeah. being being a head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to Killing Moore for even being in the running. It's a hard thing to do, especially for as quick as he's been able to ascend yeah, send to, the ladder. Be, to I mean, be, guys, be in a head coach situation. Schefter's reporting that they they also requested with Dan Quinn as well. Ooh, so they after both so squid games. I mean, they going after. And I told you we, we talked about it earlier in the players' lounge that when you have good seasons, when you got you know you're putting everything out there like that, teams are gonna come pick so, you apart. So so so. What 
what do you do though? So you go in there and you know, and and, and Dan Quinn walks in after Kellen Moore. Does he speak positive? I'm hating. Or he's like, I'm <laughs> hating. I'm like, like, man, look, I'm the reason where yeah, we at. Like, you see what the strength of the Cowboys he's, is. He's like, I'm I, listen. He he he's good, but <laughs> <laughs> you want to take this to the next level? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. You see what I'm able to do out here? <laughs> <laughs> they take the same flight. <laughs> oh, he's hating. What you, what you working on there? Over there? Oh, that's how you're going to switch around and think. Oh, okay. You know Dan Quinn, you know Quinn going to say? Dan Quinn going to say, you saw that slump, right? Okay, I saved it. I saved it. That was in a slump, so I saved it. So I'm just going to say that. Yeah, he's he going to say, remember uh, look, Saxonville? If, if, <laughs> if you are, really, if you're, if you're Jacksonville, you, you should probably hire someone who's been a head coach who's been to a Super Bowl so when they walk into the room they have some true they have some true knowledge of running an organization and that's just me right now that's if I was shot Khan. I would be looking at Jim Caldwell I would be looking at at um, Dan Quinn Don't say it um is talented Don't say it. what Don't say Dan Quinn name on this radio show <laughs> I want to no other team all right <laughs> Oh they got Byron Leftwich on there as I'm well saying, I mean he ain't We need Dan Quinn focused on, on this Super Bowl run Nui. We and, don't want to hear no requests no nothing And 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 I would throw I would throw Todd Bowles out there too He was in He's there on there. He's I, on I there I would be hiring people who who've been head coaches and like I said preferably someone who to me Jim Caldwell's the perfect choice in Jacksonville perfect He's an offensive guy his work with Joe Flacco, the best year Flacco ever had, they won the Super Bowl. He was calling plays for Baltimore. You look at the 50 touchdown MVP season that Peyton Manning had, that was with Jim Caldwell as a coach. He took the Colts to a Super Bowl. They lost to the Saints in, in a good football game. You saw what ha- what he did in Detroit. Uh, Matthew Stafford, best year with Jim Caldwell. Detroit's done nothing since. He is a guy who treats men like men. He knows how to win. He doesn't beat on his chest. He just goes out and he does his job. If I'm Shad Khan right now, I would be looking for substance like Jim Caldwell. That's what I would do. But I'm not Shad Khan. Barry, you know him better than me. So what you're saying is, you know, you don't want to, you know, hire a coach that's going to be, you know, all in the press clippings, you know, (laughs) kicking players while they down, you know. You know, I don't want to travel with my team that just lost, took an L on national television. Television. I'm gonna stay in Ohio. That, that's what you're saying. He don't, you know? don't want to ride with the losers. He don't want to ride with. The, he needs somebody of the people. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Though. <laughs> it just it, it makes sense, and that's to me. That's what I'm looking for because you used the number one pick in the draft, and people were saying that Trevor Lawrence was a transcendent quarterback. You were talking. He was being talked about in in a Andrew Luck type way, and I'm sorry that has not happened at all. Um, so that's why I would hire someone like a Jim Caldwell who's, who's done it before. I mean, can you, okay. And, and this is what owners should do. I don't know if they do, it. but pick up the phone, call Joe Flacco, pick up the phone, call Matthew Stafford, pick up the phone, call Peyton Manning and ask them, what did Jim Caldwell do for me as a quarterback in the national football league? And why did I have my best season ever under Jim Caldwell? If, if, you know, you guys see this and you guys are defensive players and you know it, if you got a quarterback, you got a shot. You don't have a quarterback yeah. in this league. You got a problem. 
Yeah, it's a quarterback-driven league. Oh, I mean, hold on, wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. What you saying now? You, San, it ain't driven by the quarterback? Unless you oh, okay. San Francisco, okay? Unless you San Francisco who had, <laughs> a quarterback, who had a quarterback out there in the Super Bowl who couldn't complete, what, three, four passes? What are we talking about? But you be just solid, yeah, though. Yeah, most solid. likely, yeah. Most, yeah, most of the time, yes, it's a quarterback-driven league. Nah. San Francisco is one of those teams where they will run it to the Super Bowl and yeah, play and play defense could, yeah. and get there. But yes, most of the time it is a quarterback. Well, always game. now and then, you know, the two thousand Ravens. Uh, they basically had who they had a quarterback. I think Hasselback was in there. One of the Hasselbacks, I think. But anyway, Trent yeah, Trent Dilfer, that's who it was. Trent Dilfer. I think they scored a total of, you know, 50 points the whole entire season. But they had one of the best defenses in NFL history. So, you know, there's always an outlier here I mean, and there. The Rams, they, Jared Goff, because he, he up there, he's he out there sitting in Detroit right now, you know. And okay. There's always one. Now, now, now Danny, hear your points there about San Francisco and, and, and the Rams, which make perfect sense. And those are two guys who used to work together in Washington, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. <laughs> you know, those guys were the masterminds, and they, they basically pulled the strings um, for, for, the, for those quarterbacks. So, you know, these are kind of outliers in their situation, but um, not too many guys. I mean, for the most part, you're going to need a, a quarterback to do it. Could you do it one time like they did? They did it one time, and those quarterbacks were never able – to get their organizations back to that level again. And and we saw Sean McVay already move on from golf, and, and we saw what uh, Shanahan did in the offseason by trading all those picks to move up to take Trey Lance. So clearly they wanted to move on from those guys already. Denver, too. Um, my bad. Denver, too. Because Peyton that's Manning wasn't worth a, a snot. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right. <laughs> Peyton Manning was on his way out. He uh, was. He, but he knew it, though. He said yeah. the defense is going to carry us through this thing. And he called it out. He asked DeMarcus Ware to go ahead and win that. And you know what? They did. They did. Yeah. That's they did. why I'm excited all about credit, us. All credit to the sheriff. <laughs> all credit to the sheriff for understanding and knowing. I can't do this by my like I got used to. I'm going to need you to help me out. So that prop, props to him. But uh, congratulations to the Cowboy organization for having the kind of year that your two coordinators are, are being asked to, uh, to, to be interviewed for jobs. And we'll see what the Raiders decide to do in terms of uh, handling guys. But I'm, I'm just telling you guys, I just think with Trevor Lawrence, they got to go offense with a head coach from that standpoint and go with a guy with some experience. I mean, should yeah, Trevor Lawrence better than Joe Burrow. Oh, ain't nobody uh, say that. Ain't nobody uh, say that. Yeah, listen, that was the comparison uh, before it was Justin Herbert. It was Trevor Lawrence was Trevor and Lawrence. Joe Burrow. And then they went to the National Championship together. And what Joe Burrow do? Outplayed him and went <laughs> and went on here. And he's been his rookie season has been better than Trevor Lawrence's rookie season. It, it has. It and, has. And his 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 sophomore season. I seen him this morning. I was people ranking him up there top five quarterbacks. Oh, I'm man. just saying. We, we, I didn't see Justin Herbert nowhere on there, but I also didn't see Dak. Yeah, yeah, so, so I'm going to give you that. Yeah, but. you know, Saturday, he makes some, you know, you know, some wild. Uh, well, so you think that list was crazy? No, nah, I don't think it was okay. crazy. You know, okay. I think they had the the fifth place, you know, kind of confused a little bit there with Herbert and Burrow. Oh, but, you know, other than that, on, it was man. a solid list to me. The, get off the Justin who, Herbert train. He, who's he, been better the first two years of their career? What you mean, Joe Burrow? He was hurt. He was hurt. Half That's the part of the game. Year. That's cool. That's part. You can't make the club in the tub. One of them gonna be zero two for the playoff run, and one of them he gonna might be, not even. He, they got two. We, also, we talked about. <laughs> he got two games left. KC and Cleveland. 
They might not even Wait, make who the playoffs. Who do your team got left? Man, don't worry about that. No, don't worry about <laughs> who what we do got, you left. got left. We ain't got KC. And CB, we, <laughs> CB that, tomorrow when you get a chance, man, let me know when my defense stand there. Because you you heard Church saying that we do have a top 10 defense. So maybe maybe he take off the sides and just make me pay for the entree. The eye test? Without a doubt. I test. Yeah, yeah. Them boys okay, are nice. So, so them boys a, nice. So, so just an entree? I'll that for you. I'll just an entree then? Okay. Just no, no, no. But if we're talking about – if we're going to talk about the bet, which is you yards said, and total yards and, and total defense. I'm thinking they're probably like around 19, 20th probably. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, they probably like 17. That's all they still ain't. You know, it's, it's a ways away. You got two. You got it's two. Ways man. away. You got two Top man. ten, you man. Got two, man. You owe me appetizer, though. <laughs> <laughs> choose wisely because that that all trade covers. So oh, choose no, wisely, I want, man. I want the wagyu beef sliders. So, okay, <laughs> five, five. I want the, the top grade wagyu. That's too, how you gonna do. Hey, where that chicken at, bro? Yeah, where is that chicken? Where's the chicken? I'm I'm here all week. Ain't no chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, what, what what is this? Hey man, hey man. You know uh, it's time to go. Oh, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get ready for mix shot. There you go, chicken oh, shorts. Oh Sweden. It is that that time. So Palmer, I, I want will, some uh, chicken. I, Palmer, know. and I, his hats is fire too. Man, I gotta put one of his hats on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll 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 make sure. Sh- well, make sure you get that sissy, that sissy sauce that you need on it. Hey, that mouth. I don't mess with that hot stuff, man. Hot I ain't chicken. messing with that hot stuff. No, I'm good. I take hot. It's, it's, it's I water. sweat too much, man. <laughs> anyway. All right, fellas. We'll do it again tomorrow. Um, <laughs> fun times. Barry Church, Danny McRae. I'm Newey Scruggs. This has been the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 1230 Central Time right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!